welcome everybody back to Schnickcast number two, a podcast where I talk to people who are super passionate about different games. Today we have Scarch97, good friend of mine, and we're going to talk a little bit about Destiny 2. And as a precursor, I'll say I haven't ever played Destiny 2 or Destiny 1, so we're going to make this video kind of an intro video or a video for beginners who might want to get into Destiny 2 in 2021. I believe it is free to play right now, is that correct? Yes, with the Xbox Game Pass. Okay, so that is one way you can get into it. Um, so, Scarch, first, you want to just say a few words about yourself? So, I'm, I'm Scarch97. I'm a Twitch streamer. I wouldn't really consider myself a YouTuber, but I stream um, Destiny and NHL21. Uh, you know, I'm a monkey. You know, I just chill on stream. That's about it. I rage and everything. You, and you do have a YouTube channel, which I'll put all of your links and everything in the description in case people want to check out your content. First things first, I would say is, I'm going to put you on the spot right away, is um, if anyone's thinking about getting into Destiny 2, what's your like one to three minute little elevator speech of how you would sell somebody on it? way that I would sell anyone on Destiny 2... It's basically, like, if you love a game that you're going to grind, that you don't have to do, like, every single, like, activity in the game, Destiny 2 would be the way to go. Not only is it, like, a grind, like, not like a grind that you hate, but it's a fun grind. It, it's definitely worth it. Like, you don't need, like, a whole group of friends to to play with. You can literally play the, fr the game with three people. Not even. I play the game solo all, all the time. Obviously, it's it's... It's better when you play with it with friends and whatnot, but Bungie makes makes it a way that you don't need others to actually play the game, which is why it hooks me. It's a really good game. Okay, so now my first follow-up question to that is going to be, so the types of games I'm into, they can be grindy, but I'm not normally into... Um, like kind of loot grinder games and stuff like that. If I'm interested in a game that has a good story experience, does Destiny 2 have any story to offer? And if so, um, to what regards? So there's going to be the main story that the game has without DLC. So every few months, there will be another DLC that the storyline actually continues. Bungie has it that the story is actually locked by a payment wall, but for the payment wall, you get obviously new gear, weapons, storyline, like all that kind of stuff, new activities. Let's say today I, you know, I, let's not even say I have game, Xbox Game Pass. Let's say I just... Someone gifted it to you. Right, right, like a physical copy or something, yeah. right? So I put it in... What can I do? So I can't do any story if I have a physical disc? Or... So you can do the main story, right? Okay. The main story is, I believe, uh, Red War. I believe something like that. Don't quote me. I'm probably 100% wrong. But you can play the main story, but then you'll find out that... <clears throat> basically, the way Destiny works is you have to be a certain level... And then after you're, you get to like level 20, for instance, you're not level 20, you start with a power level, as they call it. 
So, like, for all the OG players, they call it the light level. So, you, the way the light level and power level works is that you you need better gear, right? <clears throat> so, your weapons and your, your armors will have power level. But then halfway through the story, you'll notice that, like, you're kind of capped out at a certain power level. And that's where Bungie gets you. And then once you, like, finish the... Like, the main campaign will usually last about, like, 10 hours. Which is a decent okay. amount. Right? Because not only do you have, like, the main campaign, you'll have, like, strike missions, crucible, gambit, like, all, all these other activities in the game that you can play. Right? So you'll find that you're actually locked out uh, of, like, power level and some activities like raids, strikes, like, all that kind of stuff. Alright, and before we get too into those, like, advanced things, because even you already kind of lost me, because you gotta remember, I didn't, like, I, I have zero experience. So, let's say, if I want to talk about the story of the game, or the story missions, right, I'm thinking, so, Destiny is also made by Bungie, and let's take, for example, the earlier Halo games, right? Yes. In Halo, the campaign, or the story, is... You know, you play the game the same, but obviously there's NPCs and this and that. So, is there a distinct difference between the story and, like, the multiplayer modes for Destiny? Or are they similar? Like, that's what I want to know. Like, So, the multiplayer and the story is, like, completely different. You'll have the story which lasts you, let's say, twelve to uh, 10 to 12 hours, right? So, the story will basically tell you the story, like, any storyline... But then it'll also build you up to, like, the strike missions. So, like, right now, any any player who plays the game, like, today, they'll log on, they'll they'll do their strike missions, do the Crucible, play their Gambit, you know, patrol on any planets. But those, those story missions that you start off with before you start doing any other activity in the game, it basically lasts that first 10 to 12 hours of you actually playing it to, to get better gear. The only way of you replaying that story mission is if you make another character. Okay, so it it's it sounding to me like the story in Destiny 2 is more just a way to kind of get your character up to speed. It's not a classical campaign in like a first-person shooter. No. That you're going to go through the same exact thing. You can play multiple times, multiple difficulties. No. Right? Yeah, so, like, so it's not like that. Okay. So like right now, the, the new DLC came out, right? Bungie's already teasing like the, like the next DLC, the next two, three DLCs, like what's supposed to be coming. They basically leave you on like a cliff waiting to see what's going to happen in the story. And I will say too, out of the 10 hours, like how does Bungie in Destiny actually story tell are there cutscenes? is it just small interactions where characters might say things to you like how does the story unfold i'm really curious so they have vendors in the game right so w when you first join off on oh, okay so like when beyond life first released right they'll they'll bring you into a cutscene right away and then they'll throw you right into a story mission right after you do that first story mission they'll tell you to go speak to someone which will probably be Zavala, which is like the main vanguard, or the main the main NPC in Destiny, and he'll tell you to go talk to this person or go do this, right? But halfway through like the campaigns, while you're building up to the end, there will be cutscenes. You'll have uh, the talking scenes with any NPC, but you'll mostly want to look for like the cutscenes because 
Bungie really does their cutscenes like really, really well. You'll you'll get at least like four or five of them, like max, in the story mode, and that's what it builds you up to want to like finish the story mode as as fast as you can, and then it leaves you on that on that edge for when the next DLC comes out. Okay, so sounds like most of the storytelling is through the NPCs as you go through the story, but there are a few cutscenes here and there, and the most of the cutscenes is at the very end. Is that what you're saying? Uh, I wouldn't Basically. say it's like the really end. It's like more in between. Okay. It's like every every couple of missions. Okay. Okay. So, from my understanding, it seems like the story is a little bit on the light side, but it is there if that's what you're interested in doing. And, you know, to some extent, you can, if you're only paying a few dollars for the game, you can still play through the story and have fun, right? Oh, 100%. Me and my cousins, we just, we all bought the DLC. Well, I bought it first. I was streaming it for a bit at the time. And then my cousins got it about uh, two weeks later. Uh, Obviously, if you have, like, a team, you're going to fly by the missions, like, a lot faster. Because you have the three people and you don't have to be that recommended power level. So I was struggling when I was doing it solo, right? But when I was doing it with my cousins helping them out, we literally flew by, like, the missions in just a few hours. So is there not difficulty on the campaign part? So there is difficulty on the campaign part. I was struggling because I was such a low power level. Because the new DLC, what they did was they, they recommended, like, power level that you were nowhere close to. So okay. they, basically the way that they wanted you to do is they, they wanted you to, like, play a, a mission. Then the next mission pops up. They say recommend a power level, which is, like, 20 power level over than yours. So not only did you have to, like, struggle on the first mission, you have to go do, like, other missions or other activities in the game. Get higher power level. And then work your way through the story. Because after every mission, the power level would increase. Right? So, like, Bungie has it that there's, like, a soft cap, which is the soft cap is when you're doing this, the story mission, when it first comes out, you'll you'll get gear that will allow you to, to upgrade your guardian. Right? But then after you, after you finish the campaign, you're technically at, like, the hard cap, which you have to get, like, pinnacle gear, and you basically have to, like, grind every week to get that pinnacle gear. Because you have to do every activity in the game. So it's, that's where like the grind actually begins. What's the first thing they're going to do? They're just going to play through the story mode to level up a little bit? Or what's the process of starting the game on day one? What do you think players should do? What would you recommend? So the first time any new Destiny 2 player will log into the game, there's actually going to be a new tutorial that just came out with Beyond Light. They added a new NPC on the EDZ. So, like, all the OG, like, Bungie fans, or Destiny 2 fans, um, we all finally got the EDZ back, which was a place on Earth that was from Destiny 1. So, from Destiny 1 to Destiny 2, they never really added that tutorial again. They just kind of figured, okay, everyone played Destiny 1, and they had the tutorial. So, you know, they know how to play, right? So now, in Destiny 2... New players finally get a tutorial, so when they head, they'll, they'll be directed onto the EDZ, and they'll meet this guy Han, Han something, or Sean, Sean Han, right? Sean Han, whatever his name is. And he'll basically 
tell you how to do, you know, tell you what missions, what to do. He'll show you around, like, the HUD. He'll tell you about, like, your gear and anything in your inventory. So he basically breaks down the game for you in, like, an easier way. Because me explaining it right now is going to be hella confusing for any new player. I've, I've right. had multiple friends, like, say, like, oh, I've seen you play Destiny. I want to, you know, I want to play with you. Especially since, like, it's been free for the last few months um, for Game Pass. They've downloaded it. They've, they've played it. But without that physical tutorial, it's so hard for them to understand. And I've, and I've right. told them, like, you, you got to wait until Beyond Light because it'll actually explain it to you. Because there's so many um, storylines that build up to Beyond Light. So, like, even though I may be directing them, I can I can possibly screw them up because I, I can't physically see what's in their quests, in, like, their quest hub. So, like, everything's just really confusing. And it overwhelms the new players. So the fact that they brought uh, the EDZ back in an actual tutorial, the new players will get that experience that all Destiny 1 players had, let's say, six years ago. Probably more than that, right? Yeah, because that was actually going to be my follow-up question to this, was if I've never played Destiny 1, do you recommend I play Destiny 2? And it seems like before that tutorial, it might have been really difficult to jump into Destiny 2 without playing the first one. But now that they've introduced that tutorial part of Earth, um, that would make it much easier for myself to start playing, right? Yeah, 100%. So, okay, so to go back on the last question too, so... If a new player plays, they're going to want to do this tutorial first, and then after that, do the story mode, or no? So, uh, uh, me assuming how everything will work with new players, like, joining now, since Beyond Light released, is that they're going to get the new players to do the tutorial, work their way up to Beyond Light with, uh, I think there's four stories now. So you'll have three stories to do uh, from the beginning of Destiny 2. Then, so it'll be the original Destiny 2 story. Then there's going to be two DLCs afterwards, and then the current DLC. So what, what they'll probably do is that they'll probably tell you, okay, start off with this story, and then work your way into Beyond Light. And then one of the things that, like, a lot of new players don't understand is that the new hubs, or HUDs, any quest or bounty that you get, mostly the quests, you gotta read through them. Me and my cousins have gone through so many like errors that two out of, two out of three of us will read something, and the and the one other won't. That he basically like I think it was like two stories two stories ago we were literally running through all all the missions, right? And one of my cousins didn't grab the right quest. So we're like five hours into like the storyline to realize that my cousin was not in the right storyline with us because he didn't read. So does that mean he just won't get any of the rewards for the quests and things like that? So what what basically what happened was that me and, me and my cousin had to me and my cousin we had to redo the storyline of like the five hours of work that we literally did. So like the five hours that we literally grinded and enjoyed, we literally rushed through within like an hour because we didn't realize that he was on like a different quest line than us so it, it's quite aggravating that's why like to any any new player old player i'll literally tell them like 
Just read your quests. If you don't read your quests, you're literally gonna be lost. Half the time, if I don't understand what like the the text says in a in a in like a quest, I'll look it up. Like, like right. sometimes the game has like they'll give you like riddles or uh, just say like, "Hey, do this," and you're like, "Hey, like I read what I read what you told me to do, but I don't understand what you want me to do." Plus, like, for any new player who, even even after the tutorial, for instance, if you play the game, play the full tutorial, and you still don't understand it, there is so many Destiny guides on YouTube that help you with quests, um, how to get exotics, how to, how, basically how to do anything in the game. So, like, if the tutorial doesn't fulfill your needs, like, don't be scared to, to YouTube something or Google something because... YouTube will have anything for you. Reddit will have anything to you. If you're on Discord, there's literally a Destiny 2 server by by Bungie. You know how many times I go into that that server to this day and be like, like this happened. How how do I prevent this from happening? Or, um, how do I get this to drop? Or how do I do this? And like people respond to you like instantly, right? So like, don't ever be scared to even like just mess message someone that you see in like the tower and be like, hey, how did you get this or how did you do that, right? Because the community. Yeah. You. That's really good to hear, actually, because like a game like Destiny Two and you know some people compare it to MMOs and things like that. There's so much stuff there that it's very easy to get lost, and you got to understand a lot of players of any game. As soon as they get really stuck on something, most people don't take the time to try to figure it out. They just move on. So if you're talking about a game like this and you really want to maintain that player base, it's really good that there's a lot of support on YouTube and Discord and stuff like that. So, um, I would say like go yeah. to YouTube and Discord. I think like maybe 90, let's say 80% of the time, if you message someone that's in, in the tower or you're playing a strike with, whatever... Um, probably like 80% of the time they won't message you because some people are just rude like that. I've had people like send me hate messages on Destiny and I've never gotten, I've never gotten a hate message on Destiny before, right? So like you just gotta, I would say like go to the Discord or YouTube, like go to YouTube first, watch a video and then hit up the Discord because the Discord's the best thing. They literally have like everything. They have like weekly vendors, like uh new missions like everything they'll, they'll tell you anything in that discord it's literally like a wikipedia for, for destiny players you mentioned the tower a new player would have no idea what the tower is as do i what's the tower so the tower any new destiny player won't get to the tower until they're done with the guy sean or shahan and uh the edz but basically the tower is like your safe your safe zone Basically, you have, like, all your vendors, you pick up your, your bounties there, you'll, uh, you'll have, like, your, your stores, your, so you have your stores, your vendors, you decrypt engrams, so, like, for new players that don't know what engrams are, when you, when you play the game, you'll, you'll find that, like, a, a, an orb would drop from an enemy, so you'll either get green, blue, purple, or yellow, obviously green is gonna be like your most common and purple and yellow are going to be your your most uncommon mostly the yellow will be but when you pick up the the purple or the like the yellow or gold you'll have to bring those back to the tower bring it to the cryptarch and he'll decode it for you 
So, basically, your your tower is just your safe place where everyone will be, where you can see. It's like a hub, right? Yeah, like I I was gonna like a world hub. I was gonna compare it to like a different game, but like to be honest, I don't even play any other games to compare it to anything. So, <laughs> um, yeah, it's it's basically your hub. You you literally just have everything there, like your inventory, your vendors, like. When you when you load up the can game you see today, other players there too? Yeah. So when you load up the game okay. today, after playing, let's say, you finish the story mode, you're done on the EDZ, and you just want to play and chill out with your friends, right? Start up Destiny two. You literally go straight to the tower. I never I never start playing Destiny until I go to the tower, because I already know for a fact there's like a bunch of bounties. Um, I want to switch up my inventory. But most mostly it's gonna be the bounties. You'll have like the gunsmith bounties that you literally just have to shoot things with with any kind of weapon. Then you'll go to Zavala. Well, he ha he'll have bounties for strike strike missions. You go to um, the Crucible dude, Lord Shax, and he'll have um, Crucible bounties. So Crucible is basically your online. It'll be like your multiplayer. And then you got your Gambit bounties, which is like pvp stuff slash pve it's like a mix of it right but i never start off playing destiny without going to the tower it sounds like it's basically a hub world um that you can see you can purchase all your things get your different missions and quests and interact with other players if you want um so to kind of go off what you just said as well um you're mentioning different game modes so how about you give like a very basic overview of the different game modes and what players can expect on a like for a new player? Okay, so strike missions will probably be your most played activity. Basically a strike mission is it's like a short version of like a story mission. You basically load in, you'll you'll follow the objective, you gotta kill the boss at the end, and then you just keep replaying it. It's just it's very simple. Right. Are there like different levels or rewards you can get? Like what keeps the player playing them over and over again? So the the only thing that'll keep the player playing it over and over again is for the bounties, right? Okay. You you you'll do bounties quicker in strikes, I find, than going onto planets to find a certain enemy because the strike mission will have uh, a certain type of enemy for for that area that it's in. But it's also just fun to literally you don't. With a strike, you don't feel rushed. You can literally just play it. You can play with randoms because it's matchmaking. You defeat the boss, you feel good, and then you just move on to the next one, right? It, it's basically like you go on to do strikes to chill. Then you got Crucible. Okay. Which is your online. Uh, right now, the online's completely broken because of the new, um, the new ability stasis. Basically. By online, you mean you mean PvP. Yes. So PvP is okay. is, is basically like your, your Call of Duty, but in, in Destiny, right? Right. So you have, okay, that's why I'm clarifying. Yeah. You have the 6v6, or you have the 3v3. 6v6 is your most common. Uh, I would say the most common like game mode in 6v6 will be uh, capture, or sorry, control, which is basically domination. You have the three flags. You want to control the flags. But right now... Um, Crucible's a little broken with the stasis, right? Because stasis, it's like a, it's a frozen, it's a, it's a nice ability, right? So, basically, you're playing Crucible, and like every five seconds, you're literally like just getting frozen. So like Bungie's trying to fix, 
They're trying to fix stasis online, but I honestly don't think they will. It's basically the game mode where you feel competitive. That's where you go play. Or if you want to rage, that's where you go play. Right, and then so besides Strike Team and Crucible, is there anything else there is, that players can do? So there's Gambit. So Gambit is like a mix of like defeating enemies that would usually be in strikes. And basically there's two teams, teams of four. You basically have to capture moats. So you, you get moats by defeating enemies and then you have like this control center in the middle and you gotta put your moats into the center and it'll basically like charge up a bar that will release like a, a boss, right? And basically you and, you and the other team are in a race to defeat your boss first. So like, okay. like throughout trying to get this, this prime evil out, there'll be, there'll be a portal. Right, and you can teleport to the other and like to your enemy's side, and you can screw the other enemy up by like killing their team. Like, there's been, it's really fun when you play with a full team or even with randoms. To be honest, when you go into the portal and you team wipe the other team, and you see their bar just decrease, it's so satisfying. It's it's another game mode where like, yeah, you can chill because it's kind of PV PVE. But then there's there's a competitive side out of it that you'll get with the the PV the PVP, and then for other players who like are really competitive, every week Friday through Monday, there's an online game mode called Trials of Cyrus, which is basically Crucible, but that's where like all the tryhards and and sweats go, for the com really competitive, uh, edge, right? So if you're into that kind of stuff, if if you want to be like the top player on PVE. Or, sorry, PvP, Trials of Cyrus would be the place for you. If you're a Pv PvE player, and you're really competitive, or you just want to get, like, gear that's locked out by, like, one certain game mode, if you have a team of six, or you're you're willing to look for a group, there's uh, raid missions. So the raid mission is, like, basically your final step to, like, the story mode, or, like, the boss of the story. And... There'll be different, there'll be like mini bosses building up to like a main boss. And these, like these raids can last you like anywhere from like two to five hours. Like just on the wow. first run. Like every year, or not every year, but every new DLC that Bungie has. So let's say every year that there's a new storyline. That uh, the, the day that they actually release it. The first 24 hours, whoever finishes, like, the raid first gets, like, a world champion's belt. Or, like, the world's first belt. So, it, it's actually pretty cool. So, like, if you have, if you guys are ever, ever just watching Twitch and, you know, you're interested in watching Destiny, I would suggest going watching Glad. He is, like, an unbelievable PvE player. You'll actually see in his background that he's won two of the Destiny world first raids. So they basically look like WWE belts, but Bungie like. Oh, they're physical belts, so they'll mail you a belt. So they, yeah, they actually raid you. They raid you. They actually uh, send you a belt, right? So not only will you get like the physical belt, like each player of the team, but there's because when you run into like the raids, you're gonna have six players. So like when Beyond Light came out December, what is it, 10th? They literally said like a month before like. Get your raid team ready. Prepare yourself for like the first two weeks of Beyond Line being out. 
because basically you had to get your light level to 1230 because 1230 was like the cap for um, the raid. So even if like, let's say if you're like 1240, right, that extra 10 light level that you had wasn't going to count towards the raid because they had to make it like fair for anyone else. So Glad has won the world's first twice, right? So this year he placed, I think, like 18th or something. So they actually, Bungie will actually, like, have a leaderboard of of the teams at that place. So you, this this raid was actually pretty hard with the mechanics. Usually Glad's, like, top 10. But even, like, for top 18, I think he, he finished in, like, 8 hours, I believe. He did pretty good. Right? So, like, having that raid experience is also, like, really fun. It's just better when you when you experience it with a group of friends. I never really like found like a looking for group like raid team, like enjoyable because usually it's, they're just a bunch of tryhards and like just yelling at you because you don't know what the hell you're doing. <laughs> so I don't. Per- mm. I personally like enjoy it when like I get a group of friends and we go in the first time. And even though like we may screw up like a few times, it's all like it's all like just jokes at the end of the day. Like it's nothing to like rage about or anything. Can you explain, like, how a raid really functions? Like, do you start in and just start defeating waves of enemies? Are there, like, environmental components or puzzles? Like, how does it work? So the raid will be... So there's there's a mini-map on Destiny, right? And usually on the left side of the screen, they'll tell you, like, an objective to go to, Right? So, like, the objective will be, like, hey, go do such and such. An arrow will point towards an area. And, like, 90% of the time, you're going to have to do a puzzle. And the puzzle that you, that, like, they tell you to do, if you're a first-timer, if you never watched, the, like, any raid playthrough, you're not going to know what the hell's going on. It's totally a guessing game at that point. And that's, like, where the enjoyment comes. Because even though, like, there's other teams that, that can do, like, their first run of the new raid in like let's say eight hours to be able to just have fun try to knock out this you know this this uh this puzzle like first time with like your friends nothing beats that feeling right so like you'll have let's say like four puzzles which is kind of a lot i'm just guessing at this point because i haven't done a raid in like five years so let's say there's four puzzles that you gotta do throughout the whole raid then there's gonna be like five mini bosses or four mini bosses leading up to like the main boss That and the main boss will actually have a pu- like somewhat of a puzzle in it too it's not gonna be like you just jump into the final boss and you just gotta okay. you just gotta DPS the boss right there'll be like the way Bungie has like their enemies is that you gotta phase them right so even though you might do like a certain amount of da- let's say you take like one fourth of their their health off their bar right after you do that there'll be another stage where like you gotta kill all the ads and then you'll see like the the main boss will be unimmune and then that's when you can kill the enemy again or the boss again right so there'll be some kind of mechanics so it's not just dpsing until it's dead yeah like the first like in destiny one me and me and my my buddies we used to like do like the vault of glass in like an hour after after like running that raid like 
multiple times. It took us like hours on end. Like even to this day, like if, if we were to jump back into Destiny 1, jump into the Vault of Glass, we would like easily do that raid in like an hour. And like at this point, I think me and my, my two cousins, we could probably like three men in the raid. And you usually need like six people for that stuff. Because like we, we mm. literally like learned the Vault of Glass like it was the back of our hand. When you say bounties, what kind of things might somebody get as a bounty? So the bounties are, are it's not really what you think. Well, like, you got to go, like, it. every vendor in the tower will have, I think it's about, like, six bounties that they'll they'll sell to you, right? Or not sell to you. You just have to pick them up. You don't, you have, to, you don't have to spend any of your glimmer, which is the currency in the game, right? So you can go to the gunsmith, and he'll tell you, like, okay, get, get, like, X amount of kills with a sword, get X amount of kills with like precision weapon or precision shots. He'll the gunsmith will basically tell you to give you bounties that you that are gun based, right? Some of them will be okay. like get a hundred kills. Some of them will be like a percentage of like kills. He just kind of mixes it up. And then you got crucible bounties, which will be, um, you know, activate your super like three times get uh shotgun kills um capture zones and ca capture the flag and like uh control or zones and control then you got like zavala which will kind of be like you kill x amount of enemies uh using or sorry i don't really pay attention to zavala um like zavala will basically be all his bounties will be more strike based the gunsmith is more of just, you can do whatever you want, like with any any of the weapons. And then you got the gambit bounties from the drifter, which would be more based towards gambit. So it's stuff like that. So you're mentioning the bounties. How often do the bounties, or do the bounties reset like daily, weekly? So the bounties refresh daily, but when you're looking at like the map, like the the map, you'll realize that each vendor will say like zero out of eight so if you finish eight of those bounties uh in a week then you'll have then you'll get like um like a high gear drop which will be like a purple it's like the main armor color in the game is purple and then above that is uh gold or yellow so for the exotics which are the gold or yellow you'll be able to wear one armor piece of an exotic item and you can have one exotic weapon on you at all times right just so it's not like overpowering where you have like all gold weapons and stuff for you to like overpower your character you can master work your item which basically means like your either your your gun or your armor piece is at like level 10 and it's completely maxed out so when you'll see that someone has like a master work item when their purple item has like a blue or uh, a yellow outline onto it right but like any any new new question that a new player always has is um how do i get my power light higher and the only way of getting your power light higher is one grinding the game in any game mode i would say the best game mode to actually get your higher power level is crucible it is like a pain in the ass to play sometimes because it's just enraging but even if you win or lose, you'll get a gear drop that's... It's going to be a blue item, but you have to infuse it into a purple. 
and your purple gear will actually become a, a higher power level. And then another way to get your power level up weekly is you gotta do the weekly activities, which will be strike missions, the nightfall, gambit, and crucible. So the nightfall is basically your, your ideal strike mission, but every week Bungie will like randomly pick one that you have to, to go in with either by matchmaking or with the team. Right? And there's gonna be difficult uh, difficulties, or different difficulties, right? So, depending on your power level, you can pick one higher, so it's more challenging for you. Right? So, if you do the Nightfall, and you get the certain percentage that you need, you'll get a pinnacle drop. If you do three strike missions that in that week, you'll get a pinnacle drop. If you play three, three games, three matches of um, Crucible, you get another pinnacle drop. Basically, the pinnacle drop is just a gear set item, whether it can be anything. It'll be armor or a weapon that, that you can use that's a higher power level than your current one, right? So, it's a bit of a grind, but that's where, like, that, that fun grind, like, starts to, starts to happen. One thing I want to talk about that you mentioned earlier, you said something about someone's level being 1130. Does that mean 1130? Or is that did I misunderstand? So it, it's uh, I it used to be eleven thirty. Now it's um, now it's twelve thirty. So you, so your level is four digits. Yes. Can you explain the leveling up and because okay, let's say a four digit level is very intimidating for a new player to look at and say this person has been playing so much that they have thousands of levels. <laughs> so. It's not really a level, it's just kind of your gear level. Like, everyone is technically level 30. So when you do end up, like, let's say if you buy the game, you got gifted the game for Christmas, or, you know, you have the game pass and you just want to try out the game. Right away when you log on, for any any returning player from, like, let's say, um, sorry, not any returning player, any any new player, while you're doing the story mode, like, the first original story mode's like, your light level's gonna be, like, 300, right? So, while you work your way up in, in the story mode, you're gonna go from, like, 300 to, like, 750, and then 1100, and then 1200, which is the current. Like, when I started playing Destiny again in, uh, sorry, August, my light level was 750. So they just increased the light level, like, basically a thousand more than what it is. Or just, uh, sorry, 200 more than what it, what it was, or 300, right? So don't make, like, that power level very intimidating, because as long as you play the game, you'll get any new gear that would drop for your power level to increase it. And you'll find out that once you start playing the game, that it's actually really easy to get that power level up. Okay, that's definitely good for new players. I, I guess one more time, simply explain the difference between power level and light level. Try to make it as basic as possible. So it's the same thing. I say light level because I'm a Destiny 1 player, and they literally just changed the name from light level to power level. Right now, they're, they're, it's called power level, right? I guess it was just confusing to, to some people. 
So they called it a power level. So if you ever hear anyone say like a light level, that's like an OG Destiny 1 player. Okay, so power level means the level of your character? And power level means the level of, of the gear that you're wearing. Okay, so that explains yeah. that. Alright, see, th these are like really small details to you, but are like really important um, for people that are just getting into it. Yeah, 100%. Um, so is there any last kind of statements you'd want to recommend or statements or recommendations for new players that you may have especially like again let's pretend that people are either picking this up for christmas this year or got gifted game pass and want to check out destiny 2 what do you think like what what kind of last words do you want to give them so the, the one thing that i would always suggest is when you're playing any new story mode and you have to get your light level up but you have like the, that purple armor that you really want to wear. Don't infuse your blues that are a higher level into your purples, like right away. Do it if they're at least like five power level, like over your current armor, because I tend to do it myself. I, I'll tend to want that that higher power level like right away, and I literally you I waste my upgrade module on like one power level and then when it, when you actually need like that upgrade module because you know you use your last one you don't have it because you literally wasted it on like one power level upgrade instead of like five or six so don't don't make that mistake that i constantly make and i constantly tell myself like yeah i'm not gonna do this but i continuously do it like when you're first leveling up like just take your time don't worry don't worry about like, oh my god, like everyone has like purple gear and I have one purple item and like seven blues on me. Like, don't worry about that. That does not matter. As long as you get to like the current power level, which would be 1200. And then once you're like 1200 as of right now, you're good to start like slowly upgrading, right? Just take your time with the upgrading. Don't worry about like your gear color. Like, you'll be good. The new DLC dropped and I look like a complete noob because I didn't want to waste my, my shaders on individual armors. And I didn't want to waste my upgrade modules. So just take your time. Like, the game's not going anywhere. You still have months before the new, and the next DLC comes out. What kind of content do you do on your Twitch channel? Or what kind of videos do you make about Destiny 2 in case people are interested in maybe checking that out? So the, the Destiny 2 videos that... I used to make would be like just like weeklies or videos and uh, any new changes or events that were coming out into Destiny 2. I've kind of put that on a hold right now. I've I've been focusing on more NHL 21. And what about Twitch? When you play Destiny 2 on Twitch, what do you like to do? So Destiny 2 on Twitch, like when I stream it, I will basically do like any weekly thing that I have to do. So that'll be like either Nightfall strikes crucible gambit most of the time it'll be crucible because a lot of people are more attracted to watching crucible because it's more competitive than compared to people just playing pv pve stuff thank you scarch for coming on and having this conversation with me i know i learned a lot about uh destiny 2 and i might honestly pick it up and check it out i'm not sure if it's necessarily the best game for me but I would definitely like to at least give it a try and uh, see what it's all about. 
And I think that you've done a great job explaining a lot of the basic mechanics so that way people cannot be as intimidated like I was when they're jumping in the game and they don't know anything about it. Um, it's very complicated, more similar to an MMO style game, I would say. It's a very complicated game, but I'm, I'm glad to help out and, you know, explain the game briefly on, on it, like, basically to any new player. Because I remember b being back in Destiny 1, like, being as a new player, I felt like so lost, and I, I like felt I always felt bad for like new players coming into Destiny 2, and there was no, like no story, no tutorial, right? So it's nice to be able to help out the newer players. Yeah, and like I said before, I'll put all of Scarch's like social media and links in there. Feel free to contact him if you want if you're a new player and you need some help or whatever or he can at least point you in the right direction to maybe find what you're looking for oh yeah so yeah thanks scarch for coming this was a lot of fun um if you ever want to be on the podcast again let me know we can talk about something else maybe we can start something new just let me know oh yeah i'm glad to be here man <laughs>